0: Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the sixth chapter. He left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, where did this man get all of this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor except in their own hometowns, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid hands on a few sick people and cured them, and he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went out upon the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over all the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. I want you to close your eyes for a moment. And in your mind's eye, I want you to imagine, remember back. For most of us, we can remember to maybe when we were back in high school or grade school. I want you to pick out a particular person that, that you knew for a long time. Maybe it's through all of school. Maybe it's high school buddy of yours. Somebody who who you knew very well, very, very well, that you hung out with, that you did stuff with. Okay? Picture that person. Picture what they looked like, what they wore. What were they active in in school, or how is it that you knew them? Were they involved in in football or, or band or music, drama? Some of you are young enough that you can remember somebody who was a computer geek. Not all of us can go back that far. Imagine that person. Was that a person who, who would get in trouble, or was it a person who was always the good kid? Remember hanging out with them? Remember their family and your family? Perhaps slumber parties and campouts that you had with this person. jump ahead a few years and you go back to your hometown and you go to church on a particular Sunday and it so happens that this person that you're imagining is in church too and they happen to be the guest preacher that day imagine they're, they're preaching and it is preaching like you have never heard before it absolutely blows you away, astonishes you. This person can, can speak with such authority and open scriptures and, in ways that you never dreamed possible. That all of a sudden, scripture comes clear for you. Things that stories you had heard your whole life somehow have new meaning and, and reach deep into the, your soul, into your heart. But it's this person that you've known that's doing that preaching. And you're amazed, and you lean over to the person sitting next to you in the pew and go, "My gosh, where, where did, they, where did they go? Where did what happened to them? What happened in their time away? Where did they get such teaching?" And you've heard the stories too. You've heard the rumors that that not only is this person a, a great preacher and and great teacher, but but there's some odd rumors about miracles that have been performed. And you think, how how could this be? You know, this is a person you've known, you grew up with, you did camp out slumber parties, you hung out together. How is that possible? Where has this person been? And you just kind of laugh and shake it off, shake your head. You know, it's just a joke. Especially all that stuff about miracles. You know this person. There's no then you realize that this person is serious. They're truly serious. They really believe that that they are the son of God. And now you become you become quite offended because this is this is all sorts of wrong now. And, and not only is this an assault to to you as a, as a person who's, who's known them their whole life, but this is a salt to everybody else sitting in the pews with you this morning who have grown up with this person. How dare they poke such fun at who you are and your belief and your ritual and, and what you've known to come true. Hmm. So now you know a little something about how those people in Nazareth would have felt. Careful. Judge not. Hmm? You know, you can take our lesson this morning and you can break it into two units, verses 1 through 6 and then 7 through 13. And verses 1 through 6 are, are great and they tell us exactly what a confession of a Christian is Not. Did you hear me say that correctly? Verses 1 through 6 tell us what a confession of a Christian truly is not. The confession of the Christian is not, I believe in Christ. Big deal. Big whoop. That is not your confession. Your confession is not, I believe in Christ. Every religion has said, I believe in Christ. All kinds of uh, political realms have said, I believe in Christ. But the confession of a Christian is, I believe Jesus is the Christ. That's confession of the christian and that's what verses one through six is all about is, is who is this jesus who came from nazareth and the proclamation that i believe that jesus from nazareth born some two thousand years ago in a humble little village is the christ the messiah and my savior and i ask you this morning is that your faith Is that your proclamation? Do you believe that Jesus of Nazareth is the Christ? Do you believe that? I don't even get a head nod. (laughs) Doreen, yeah, I do. I do. I do believe that. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? Yeah. Yeah. We do believe Jesus is the Christ, don't we? Do you believe that Jesus... Of Nazareth is the son of the living God. Do you believe that? Yeah. Good. Then let's move on to verses 7 through 13. Because verses 7 through 13 now tell you to get off your bum, your rear, your tushy, your duff, your derriere, whatever you want to call it to protect your little ears, but get off of it and go and proclaim. Because after we understand Jesus to be the Christ, the Messiah, then Jesus calls his disciples to be among him, and he casts them, and he sends them out two by two, and he says, go now and proclaim. And that's what he does with us. If you believe, if you proclaim in your heart and to your neighbor that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, then get off your rears and go and proclaim that. And I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you shout it at the mark. I don't care if you do it in in a group of tears or holding a hand or sitting at the bedside of a new mom and daddy. But you proclaim it. You say those words. Jesus is the Christ. And then you let God do the rest. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org We are Missionaries Proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week, surrounded by His love.